Sweat it up. <laughs> Sorry, I can't feel like you do it. Sweat it up. This is the Jamaican. Uh, it's so edition. hot in here. We are so hot. Oh my god. In here, you can't. This may have to be a nude podcast. Uh oh. Yeah. Just picture two blokes, hairy, drinking Sweaty, beer, drinking beer in their box. Doesn't get much more manly than that. Pretty much, unless we had some sports on. Sports, sports teams. Sports teams. Sports, yeah. So welcome to the podcast, you cunts. Welcome back. That means we love you. Mm-hmm. What's good, son? Chilling here Fuck. in Montreal on vacation for the long, uh, Labor Day long weekend. That's what the fuck it is. Uh, excited about checking out the Chambly Beer Fest, Chambly. which we'll be doing shortly. We're damn right we will, as soon as we finish this shit. But before that... you cunts. But before that, yeah. tell me, tell these cunts who you are. Uh, Scott Beer Cole, beer enthusiast. Wonderful. I am uh, C, uh, certified brewhead. I had to think about that. Yeah. So we've had second podcast today. Yeah. We just had a three banger of uh, IPAs, which you probably would have just listened to and enjoyed that episode ever so much and uh you know i can feel it i can feel it right now i yeah. can feel those beers let's get it going let's start with our sponsors which you do so very well yes. i'll let you handle it oh you can't we're gonna try it <laughs> you fucking rat cut yeah. all right so brew heads who are they uh they are a clothing and merchandise uh brand for beer right craft uh beer. craft beer craft specifically beer. Right uh they sell clothing uh like stickers hats. Hats, Glass. shirts, anything you could ever want to represent craft beer. Okay. And where do you find them? Uh, you find them at thebrewheads.com. And what's the discount? So we get a 15% discount if you enter the promo code BAOS. So beer and other shit. I know, you I just don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Uh, um, who's next? Uh, we have the original gentleman. Yep. Dot CA. Yes. I don't think it's the original gentleman. I think it's just original, original gentleman. Dot CA. Okay. I'll fucking Google it. It's not okay. My okay. Counts, all right. So they are a beard grooming company. Uh, all your manly grooming needs. Mm. Mm. So they have, uh, you know, beard oils, shampoos, combs, uh, a lot of cool scented oils. You know, yeah. if you're going out to Duck Club and you want to <laughs> smell and look fresh, mm-hmm. you know, grab your beard comb and your beard oil and just just rub that through your viscous hair and make it nice and mm. smooth and central for the ladies or the men. I or mean, it's up whatever you're into. I, I don't judge. I don't judge. I'm just uh, saying. And where, uh, what's the discount? So the discount there is 10% if yes. you enter the promo code BEER. B E E R. BEER. 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 And who's third? Who's there? Who's that third? Uh, third, um, we can do mm-hmm. High Season high Co., season, sure. which is, uh, you may be better to explain High Season Co. because oh, okay. it's your issue. Yeah. Okay. So you can't do social media? Do you do it? Okay, I heard, I heard people saying yes. Yeah, they said yes. So basically, if you need help with that shit, if you're like, oh, fuck, I hate Twitter, I hate Facebook, don't worry. I'm one mate. of those guys. Like, oh, that's me. That's okay, yeah. though. Because I'm like, don't worry. Yeah. I got you, bro. Yeah. I got you. So you holler at highseasonco.com. You can go to that contact form. You go, hey, cunts, we heard about yous from the Beer and Other Shit podcast. Hook a pimp up. What the deal, though? Give me that package, and we will hook you up. That's how it goes now. Word to that. Right. Cunts will know about you. And uh, lastly... Uh, Illnote Studios, yeah. our lovely uh, Uncle Brattles. Uncle Brattles. Who uh, is a musical genius and yes. can hold you down uh, for all your musical needs. He will. Uh, mixing, mastering, um, producing. Yeah. He does it all. He's uh, fantastic at what he does. He does our podcast. He makes us sound uh, beautiful and manly professional and, and professional and, and all those good things. Deep and yeah. Syrup. But he doesn't do just podcasts. No, he doesn't. He uh, does the rap music. And he, he does uh, pop, country, Everything. Uh, ska, 
fucking um, sludge draw. He does yeah. it all. He's a very talented dude, and he dedicates his life to music, so I, I can guarantee you will not be disappointed. Never. And he as well has a bit of a promo going on. Yes, I think he gives 15% off his rates if you, uh, you just either go to themovementfam.com. It's probably the easiest way. Hit contact and let us know that you heard about uh, you looking for the mixing and mastering and uh, you heard about it through the podcast. Isn't that wonderful? It's absolutely wonderful. Oh, my God. I'm rock solid. We should listen to the theme song. Let's run that truck. Run it. like the beer drinking anthem pretty much every time you hear it i have to crack a sud just crack a well speaking of that we have uh something i personally have been looking forward to for a long ass time makes me very fucking happy we have talked about this beer in previous episodes we have this is the one of the coolest most um what's the word unique unique and 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 forward thinking uh like rogue rogue in general uh one of the most Outside the box breweries. That's exactly yeah. what I say. Thank you. Uh, and that's they've been that with everything they do. You know the sriracha shit, all those voodoo fucking pretzel. The voodoo donut. donut oh man, they're crazy. They're the weirdest cunts on the planet, and they grow all their own shit. And now they grow their made. own hops and barley at their farm. Yep. Uh, I think a lot of it is organic too. Yeah, all um, in Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Most of it's organic as well. I, yeah. I believe seriously it is. Uh, yeah. Now the brewmaster John Mayer. Yeah. He uh, has a lush, lush beer as old as myself. And they plucked nine hairs from nine the hairs from his beard, and were able to produce an extremely well fermenting yeast strain, and they decided to make a beer from it. Right. So this beer is called Beard Beer, and it has a picture of Uncle Johnny John's fantastic beer drinking face on the front, and his lush beard. Look at it. And so, really, what they they cultivated a yeast from the brewmaster's beer. To create this beard beer, it's incredible. It's a strange concept, and a lot of people are grossed out by it. I told I told my uh, dad Jeffrey about it, and he said, <laughs> "Really? Like, why can't you drink normal beer? Why do you have to drink beard beer? This is ridiculous. What are you doing with your life? Go back to school." I'm like, no, this is, like the fact oh, that Jeffrey. they made this, I have to drink it. And I, fucking, I'm man. assuming it doesn't taste like a man's beard. I'm assuming. I'm kind of hoping it does. Yeah. I wouldn't be that mad. Now, apparently, John has attended over 15,000 brews. So he, as this article we just read... Is a walking, walking Petri dish, yes. yeah, which would make sense. Uh, which is pretty fucking cool, man, because, you know, the fact that they even bothered to go there and do it and take it and get... Who sight, thinks of this it, stuff? Like I it's, don't fucking know. Do you know what? Happy people who own yeah, breweries. yeah. That's why who live extraordinary lives that do whatever the fuck they want to do. That's pretty much and, it. Yeah. Like, you know what? Can't look at my beard. I'm going to yeah. fucking make a beer out of yeah. it. And then they and then it, it works and, and they sell it. And, and two let's... guys in Canada are reviewing it on a podcast. Yeah. They win. Absolutely. You win, Johnny. Yeah. You sexy cunt. So let me just read this little blurb on the please, back. Please. It says, uh, dedicated to beers. Beards, sorry. Beard beer is brewed with a yeast created from brewmaster John Mayer's beard. No need to freak out. Brewers have used wild yeast in beer making for centuries. 
John has had the same old growth beard since 1978 and for over 15,000 brews. So it is, great, is, it is no great surprise that a natural yeast ideal for brewing was discovered in his beard. What does beard beer taste like? Try it. We think you'll be surprised. Oh, that's vague. Ingredients, water hops, barley, and beard yeast. <laughs> so it's uh, 25 IBUs, uh, 4.8% ABV. Okay, so I would assume it's somewhat of an ale. Yeah, probably like a like a, like a, a light ale. ale. Yeah, it's probably like it's a sessionable light drink. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I guess we we're gonna have to open and consume this beverage. I'm not scared to review it. Scared is what I am not. Okay, well let's, uh, let's do, do as we always do and and crack it. Oh, 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 look at that. Yep. Oh, it's like the baby Jesus himself just erupted from the bowels of that beer. It smells kind of like a, mm-hmm. like a, like a wheat a beer. Yeah. yeah. All right, Johnny. All Let's right, pour her out there. I see you, Johnny. Fucking Johnny. This is a, we've been drinking like 330 mil bottles. Finally, we have a, a big dog. A big dog. So we're, uh, it's a pint, 650 mil. I'm, I'm it's more I, than a pint, I, I think. It's way more Calls, than, oh, yeah. than oh, one American pint, one pint, six fluid ounces. Oh, six, oh, yeah. right, I see you. I see you American weird uh, arrangements. This so this has a yeah. look at the head on it. It has a oh, big like like a so. like a wheat or a Belgian triple type head on it. Oh, it does. It definitely is like. A, let me document that. Can I get the, the yeah 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 yeah. So it is. Uh, it's definitely opaque, cloudy, uh, like a. Light orange, uh, really frothy white head on it. Yeah, very much so. S- like uh, it, is, it, it smells Belgian, like really. Brew, yeah, yeah Belgian, it smells like Belgian, uh, fruity, citrusy. Yep. Mild Sweet. spices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like a, a, it, wheat beer, really. Even like looking, it kind of looks almost like an IPA. It doesn't look yeah, too weedy. The color, yeah. But the the head gives it away. I don't smell any hops Your on head it. Head is, uh, is definitely holding. Yeah, I have this. I think it's because of the glass. I have the. the uh, yeah. Well, cheers. Try this. Cheers, Kent. Finally. That is fucking fantastic. That's amazing. That at, is fucking fantastic. At four point. Oh my gosh. This is under five percent beer. It tastes like a you know. We're just taking pictures of ourselves. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, because I, uh, I have to review these for the blog as well. You guys that is That is light. That is refreshing. Oh. It's flavorful. Um, this is like, this is the definition of like patio yeah. beer. I would oh, sit out and drink this fantastic. all day on a patio. Let me just uh, get, get it for the pour girls. the ladies. Cause, um, yeah, we've yeah, got that. The lovely I'm so talented. fucking happy to finally be drinking. Thank you for bringing this yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vermont or? Uh, this was from this Vermont. Vermont, yes. This was from uh, Winooski Beverage Warehouse in Winooski, Vermont. What a wonderful Where day. we purchased the Heady Topper. Heady. So, mm. actually, like, for being very nondescript about what the beer was all about, apart from it just being uh, brewed with um, wild yeast, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, it's a fantastic brew. Yeah. Thank you, babe. What are you guys reckon? That is delightful. Does it yeah. taste like a, a man's hairy face? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. should we make one from your face? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's what we're debating now, being no, like, avid home brewers ourselves. Yes. Did we try to find yeast from our own? I mean, your beard, I, I just kind of have like a five o'clock shadow here, but you have Ooh. quite a viscous... It's full I'm lush. To keep it more, more viscous yeah. these days, but you know what? Maybe I'm not around enough brews to, to yeah. accept the, the yeast. We're going to have to but, do a bunch of brewery tours and then. Yeah, pluck hairs from our beard and make something. Honestly, I I, I don't know if anyone else has ever followed his um, lead 
in this. I felt like there was a, every time I tell people about it, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, everyone's really freaked like, out about this for some reason, but it's just a tasty beer. I mean, there's no way around it. No, this is phenomenal. I'm so fucking excited that mm-hmm. we actually got to try it and uh, that they're, they're legit marketing this stuff. Um, Rogue is so forward thinking. It's so fucking dope to me. Yeah, like I was saying to you as well, I just uh, realized again at the Summerhill LCBO, which is kind of the place to get all the new uh, big brews coming to Ontario, uh, they now do a sriracha beer. So I guess a beer brewed with um, the sriracha hot sauce that everyone knows and loves in in the red bottle with the the rooster on it and the green cap. And actually the beer itself is a red bottle with With a green cap. cap, Yeah. And they have all, it looks like uh, literally a bottle of sriracha. So it's cool. They have great marketing too. I haven't tried it. Um, Mm. I would like to try it. Yeah. I've had some spicy beers before, like ones with Chipotle and stuff in it. And they're good. yeah. Yeah. They're good, but it's like. Just give me a little small sample. I don't want to crush spicy beer all day long, no, right? I'd like rather what we're saying now. Split it between a bunch of people. Yes, we drank for the taste. Appreciate it for what it is, and yeah. and, and, and on to the next. On to the next, exactly. Um, the Summer Hill LCBO, which is I don't know if we want to touch on this briefly now. Did you see the thing about the Growler Station they're bringing in there? I did see you post that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that looks really exciting. It's crazy. So yeah, they're, apparently they're building a full Growler. Like, and it has to be um, local breweries. And they're not allowed to be selling it in bottles. So when you awesome. the growlers are only going to be available in the growler. That so kind of seasonal stuff and seasonal, be, exactly seasonal yeah. one-off special stuff. They're not sure. They haven't announced if they're going to do those. You know, that's like we we're talking about it yesterday. Those special growler fillers. Apparently, the tap is different. Yes. Yeah. So they're not. They haven't announced that yet. But just the fact that they're I'm assuming that that's in, how they would do it because it's, it's it's more work to put in. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, they're not going to be, be selling there. pints there, so it makes no. more sense to do the growler filling station. Yeah. What is? Do you know what it is? Because I actually don't. Know. It's like. I don't oh, know. The, the, they the closes, yeah. It okay. kind of closes off and fills itself, and I think it just uh, does it more efficiently than if you're hand pressure? pouring it. Is it pressurized? I don't think it's pressurized. I think that's just a kind of uh, it's, it's messy to stuff? it's messy to pour a growler, right? You're literally because oh, you have to over pour it a lot. Uh, we were at uh, we'll probably touch on this later, you but can't tip it enough. All right, we went to a Magic Hat Brewery in Vermont uh, right. the other day, and they had a bunch of growlers there, and they're filling them, and you could see them. They were pouring like. I don't like half of the growler was just poured in the drain because you have to over pour it to get the, you know, the actual liquid right and get the head out. So oh. you're just like pouring a ton of beer down the drain, which is a shame. But I think these growler filling stations are um, more efficient and I don't know exactly the process they use, but it would make sense that they'd be doing that because they're not pouring pints as well. They're just literally filling growlers from that. what I understand. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, the fact that, that the LCBO are finally who are notoriously like a draconian in their like uh, alcohol rules and stuff like yeah. that to be able to finally do that in Canada is phenomenal it's a great step forward and hopefully a bunch of the other provinces follow suit and the other LCBOs yeah so it becomes a normal thing because I can imagine it just being like if that's the only place that's doing it there's going to be lines of dudes you're never going to be able to get that shit well it seems but, that Ontario is becoming more lax with their liquor laws we are one of the strictest in all of North America, America and it's very controlled and I think as we talked about in previous episodes I believe it'll be this December this Christmas um, you'll be able to uh, now purchase liquor outside of the LCBO in grocery stores in only Christmas, specific yeah. I believe Fantastic. it's December this year okay Rochelle can you comment on that yeah, uh, yeah they're moving uh, towards the same kind of Montreal style yeah putting it in the grocery stores allowing it to be do you know what when it'll be um, it should be, yeah, probably rolling out in the new year. It's yeah, around that time, so. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I mean, it's, 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 big it's, one of the last, ahead, right? it's one of the last places to finally be selling it outside of their 
controlled stores like right. everywhere else you go to you can buy at least like you know at the supermarket or a convenience store or gas station you know yeah, there's different yeah. places so it'd be good to if it's uh the difference like say here most places oh, maybe it's just the places like you can buy whatever it's just like most places don't stock craft luckily in montreal or in quebec we're very like fortunate to have unibrew and saint amboise as like go-to craft breweries that i mean saint amboise is a bit like just a craft brewery and unibrew is owned by sleeman who's owned by sapporo so they've got crazy distro but you can buy them pretty much anywhere yeah those two Aside from those, though, like if you go to a gas station, I didn't even know if you're going to find either of those. You're going right, to only you only have the, the big, macros. yeah, exactly. So hopefully, uh, like without sounding ungrateful that you can get it, because like you know I'm on I'm on tire regularly, but I would like to know that if I'm going to pop into a gas station, there's not just oh I can get a six pack of Bud. Like I'd like to know I can get a some Mill Street or something at least. Like give me something. Like I feel like the consumers in Ontario are very much demanding that. That's what they want. I don't know if you can talk to that, but yeah, like, I, I feel like that's I was just going to mention that there's a, a few politicians from Ontario that are trying to uh, push for Ontario to be the craft uh, province or the the craft destination of North America. They want right. to make it. They want to use it as uh, kind of uh, to enhance tourism, and they, they want because. Ontario is one of the front runners in the craft scene. They want to go with that and promote it as that. So I think they want to kind of spread this as well. It's it's good for everyone, right? Right. Everyone benefits from drinking good craft beer, but also it brings tourism from outside because again, I've went to many different US cities solely in the purpose of getting the beer that I can't get here. Right. Like I think the people have spoken, people want good beer, good product, and it only makes sense to embrace that. Yeah. And uh promote tourism and get people spending money in your province so that's true it would be kind of cool to live in the the craft beer central of north america that Damn would be right. pretty badass if you so how, how would they go about doing that like what's the well I, yeah know? like the process to do that i think well, yeah what, what does it look like at the end I, I think at the end it has to be um number one readily available so it shouldn't okay. be just in these little stores where they determine the price. It should be, you know, available. And hours. Right, hours. hours and and you can only buy booze at this time. And I think um, it means expanding as it already is. I mean, uh, different breweries are opening everywhere in Ontario. There's already a lot of big uh, competitors. Uh, I think it just means, again, making it more readily available and promoting it as that, doing uh, brewery tours, guided brewery tours, like in Niagara where the, the wine scene is big, right? right? right. Make it like that all over. Like, do do guided brewery tours. I know there are some, but, like, make that a thing. Make it a destination like, where people want to come and do uh, these guided brewery like you tours. Like, one of those bus tours that yeah, takes you that around, takes you like around. Five in a day. Exactly. And you end up at a pub at night and you can eat. And, and I also think something that a lot of the American breweries do that I don't see a lot from the, the Canadian breweries is make a white whale. Get a beer that's hard to get your hands on, that's, like, just made really well. Yeah. Put a lot of effort into... Um, quality of ingredients and just make a fantastic beer that maybe you can't get everywhere get people to come looking for it I yeah. stood I, I drove three two hours at you know got up at 7 a.m. to drive two hours across to the border to line. stand in line to get a chance at getting this heady topper it's because right. you can't get it anywhere else right. and it's a phenomenal beer so I think if you start doing that you get people um, like excited, excited about it and talking about it so I think you have to have something like that to kind of really make your scene explode get people you know wanting to to come to your province to your city to 
to get a specific beer and then right. and then they get to see all the other stuff you have and you know hopefully they like that too okay so then that's a really good point what would be the closest to a whale that Ontario has or at least to a phenomenal beer that they could that if it blows right. up then like and they continue the production as it is now it's not going to meet demand therefore people are going to be gagging for it I can't think off the top of my head I can't head, either there's nothing that I'm like, oh fuck, that was that's crazy. Like, that's line up. Yeah, that. and who's gonna line up for anything aside from like an IPA or a uh, like an Imperial um, Russian Stout or something? Exactly. Yeah, like KBS, like the we're talking. It would about have us. to be a big beer, and again, I can't like you. I can't really think of one offhand, even Canadian, that people would be like, oh my god, like send me that. Or could you think of maybe one that someone has said, oh, send me this? You can only get in Canada. I know you've done, uh, you've tried the beer mail thing a couple yeah. times. And it works some, in Canada. Yeah. Was there anything that they requested? Was like, oh. You know, he's requested. Yeah, one uh, my homie uh, Ryan in uh, Alberta requested uh, Solstice d'été, the um, judiciel. Okay, how about uh, Peste? Um, oh, Peste Mortel. Peste Mortel is very highly rated. I know that super highly rated, I but know, I th- it's pretty readily available, though, isn't it? I think it's more available than um, than perhaps some of the other ones. But judiciel is one of the closest. I would say that that sort of do rare beers because they don't have like they got pretty good distribution considering they're a, like a smaller brewery, and that they're. Um, do you know if they do all their brewing out of that brew pub? No, they do as another place called Saint Jerome. Oh, okay. Which I'd like to go to one time. I, I think they do have like a nice little terrace and a little brew pub we can visit. Like I know today we're going to check out Unibrew before we go to Chambly. Yeah, at the definitely. very least we'll just check that shit out. But due to see how it's north, it's the other direction, unfortunately. Okay. But apparently it's pretty pretty cool. Okay. Um, but they have really good distribution. I think they can get a lot of stuff. But there's this one he asked me to find, like, and apparently it was super rare, and I had to call a few places to try and find it. But they didn't have the exact one. Like they do like a cherry one one year, or like a strawberry okay. one, or raspberry one, yeah. or something. So some sort of wheat beer, but. Aside from that, that was my first thought. To be mm-hmm. honest, I'm glad you brought that one up, like Judas Yell. But aside from them, like, man, like I'm, most of my thoughts go to Ontario. The only other ones, maybe Phillips in uh, out in, in Vancouver. the West Coast. Yeah, they are fucking phenomenal. Though I don't know if they have anything that's sort of like worshipped in the in the in the strength of like Hedy. It doesn't have to be Hedy level because I think that's quite rare. Like Hedy and Pliny are the only two that like are fucking, or maybe Westy as well that people like lose their shit over. Yeah. Then there's the more beer nerdy ones that I personally like. Don't I'm even old, know a lot about. I'm in those groups on Facebook and I yeah. really don't know what they're talking about most yeah. of the time. Because um, I feel like it's just so deep in it and it's just because we're in Canada, I feel very much removed from that. Yes, absolutely. Like, it's so hard to get in because I guess I haven't been traveling as well on top of that. But mostly it's just, you just can't get shit here. And in Quebec, we're like, we only have Quebec stuff. So I have to go to Ontario to get American stuff that isn't Budweiser or isn't Macro. Right. Like this, you know, we can sometimes get some Rogan stuff from, uh, from, from LCBO or whatever, but I can't get that here. Well, speaking to that, um, we also wanted to talk about some of the world's most expensive beers and rare beers. Great segue. Yes. So we found a, a pretty cool article that you can check out at facebook.com forward slash beer and other shit. Um, this dope little, uh, this piece someone put together. Actually, it's just an IMGA file, being, which is even weirder. Yeah. But it's like the, the 10... Of the world's most expensive beers, so like usually I see these kind of type of lists. They're pretty sick though. Like the shit you can get in this. Really interesting. I had no crazy. idea. I maybe knew one or two of the beers on this list. There's some yeah. crazy stuff that uh, I haven't even you know heard of before. 
the one that a couple of them interested me, Sapporo did a space barley beer. And there's nothing really crazy about the beer itself, apart from the fact that uh, I think it was in mid 2000, 2008 or something, they brought up uh, barley seeds to space to cultivate and grow this barley. So I think they, they grew a very limited amount of it. Um, it was for obviously scientific research. And uh, when they came back, I guess it was done on a space station, I'd assume, and not like... Yeah, uh, the Zvezda service module. Okay. So they, 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 I guess, wanted to see how it would grow in space, and it worked, and they brought this barley back, and there was no, I guess, purpose for it, and they, they decided, let's beer. brew a beer out of this barley. So they malted it, they brewed it, and they made this space beer. Uh, it's just like a 5.5%. I don't know if it's a lager or an ale. Probably a lager being Sapporo. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, but... Um, I think originally they sold it for uh, over $100 a six-pack just because it, was, it had that exclusive name as, you know, the only space beer ever, ever made. But um, I don't know how well it sold, but I think... Uh, it was 110 bucks for a six-pack. 110 for a six-pack. They were saying there's this other one. Right, so there's something similar to that. And it was a stout, and it was 20 bucks a six-pack, but it doesn't... It says it's called Four Pines Vostok Space Beer, so I'm not sure what that's about. I think maybe similar idea, but... So fucking cool, like that. Really interesting. Like I mean, that, it, like, it doesn't mean the beer tastes great, but no, it's just cool, and that's a the cool concept. That's exactly. In I think it's fantastic. It's like it's along the lines of the exactly. Like who's doing this? Like I, it interests shit. me when people yeah. think outside the box, and um, it's phenomenal. Um, I was going to mention the Aussie one. There's this. Uh, it's kind of like I, I'm really not a good beer. It's called like just Crown Lager. Mm-hmm. So it's like oh fucking Crown, you can't. You can't get it up. You can't. Fucking right. Uh, yeah, they're not good. I really feel it's overrated, um, but they made like some ridiculous one uh, that was aged in oak barrels. So it's just really funny to me that Crown make a beer. Right. It's just like they never had any other beers. It was just Crown Lager. That like, was, let's make this fancy oak barrel. Yeah, bottle, yeah. The shit for like is it super bucks? high ABV or? Uh, 10.2%. 10.2, okay. Which is pretty high for, for that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did 8,000 bottles, hence the, the price. Like, right. You know, I'd cop it and try it for sure, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's definitely a bit of lols to me. Yeah. Just because it's fucking mad lols, yo. This one is cool, though. Yeah. So, you know, pronounce it. Tutankhamen. Tutankhamen ale. So um, these, what they did was they went into, uh, they found a tomb, an old brewery in a tomb in uh, Egypt. In Egypt. And they somehow extracted some of the yeast. They found yeast growing still in that tomb. Some of the brewery yeast that, I, I mean, beer is one of the oldest beverages ever. Uh, it's been brewed for thousands of years, right? Yeah. So they found a yeast that was still living in this brewery in a tomb, I guess. Yeah, Queen Nefertiti's Royal Brewery. And right. They found some residue. And right. And analyzed that shit and got the recipe. It was still living, found, yeah. found the recipe, used the same yeast, and brewed this kind of ancient Egyptian beer, which is, like, insane to me. It's in, insane. There, they And they sold it first for over 7 Gs, and then now it's about 75 bucks a bottle. Right. So I guess they, you know... When it, when it first came out, people lost their mind. Like, oh my God, this yeah. is crazy. And probably sold a few bottles. I don't know how many bottles. That, I mean, 7,000 bucks a bottle. Who's, who can afford that, right? Yeah, very few. And right. tell me you really want to drink it. Yeah. And who knows if it's even good. Again, it could be yeah. one of those ones that just tastes like garbage. But at 75 bucks, it may be worth a shot just to try something crazy. And even the packaging is cool. It's like they put it in some sort of like wooden. It's like little, a wood coffin, like yeah. a sarcophagus. Like. That's very sick. These expensive beers are very cool. Some cool ass shit. Even yeah. uh, like Brewdog, the British dudes did this one. Uh, 41% ABV, which 
is likely one of the highest I've seen. For sure. Yeah, I think Utopius is uh, no Utopius is a lot less. That's I think twenty seven actually. Right, so forty one. Is it really beer at that point? Is the question like, is it even carbonated or is it just like? Well, look at like you can see that we've got a pit Utopia is also on this list, and it just looks like more like sherry. It says it's it's oh the batch is aged in them, but even for the people I've uh, spoken to who've tried it, they were saying it's definitely it's more like a, it's pretty much liquor. It's liquor. Seven percent is like a, a Bailey's. For those of you who don't know it, it's uh, Samuel Adams makes Utopias. It's served in kind of this uh, this copper bottle it's 27 percent apv it says here so they sell it for 150 bucks for a bottle i know a few bars serve it uh in the toronto area like a beer market i think they sell it for they sell it by the ounce too yeah, so you're you're getting bucks, it yeah 20 or 25 bucks for an ounce of it um i haven't tried it but it to me it just looks kind of like a, a beer tasting booze yeah like it's sort of tough to to quantify that and, and be like okay yeah that's beer I actually went to the Sam Adams Brewery uh, in Boston. Yeah, in Boston, not this past summer. Uh, yeah, this past summer, and they they had it there, but they weren't selling it there. I think it's pretty hard to get a hold of. Yeah, for the most not, part, uh, not easy. I, know and I wanted to try it. I was there, and I was at the brewery. I'm like, give yeah, me, like, give on. me a sample. I don't care how much it costs. And they're like, like, oh no, we don't give samples here. So I'm like, so okay, like, well, they the don't sample? sell it. They don't give samples there. But what's the fucking point? That's what I'm saying. No, it's that's annoying. I very much wanted to try that one. The, the, the Bruto one does look cool for eighty dollars for three seventy five because it's forty one percent, yeah, um, which is pretty. And they're calling it a quadruple IPA because it was freeze distilled four times. Excuse right. me, right? And uh, we were just looking into freeze distilling. Yeah, well, I was wondering how. Like, it's hard enough to get a beer to like six or seven percent using the traditional process. So uh, a few of these higher ABV beers used this freeze distilling process, which I wasn't familiar with. So we took uh, took a look at it, and basically what it does is. Uh, they, they freeze it and extract because, uh, alcohol and water freeze at different temperatures. Um, they're, uh, they're able to remove the water when frozen, which kind of gives it more of a condensed, um, condensed in alcohol and condensed in flavor as well. So I think if you do that a few times and just keep removing the water, you get a really concentrated version of your beer, which is the reason they can get it up to those 41% beers. This was freeze distilled four times. Right. And it says it has four times as many hops as usual beer, which is kind of a vague thing to say. But uh, so it's like I think it's like to the motherfucker, and it's freeze distilled. So that means they've extracted all the water, and it's just pure alcohol. So similar to like an ice wine is what I kind of was thinking because very much so. It just a concentrated in flavor and in alcohol. Uh, it probably gives you a wicked headache, like ice wine oh, does. Too. <laughs> yeah. Have you tried any of these crazy ones? Uh, like any no. high? Like I've I've got in the fridge here. We spoke about it the other day. The um, it doesn't even McKellar? have a name. The Mikella with it's, a Japanese symbol on it. Yeah. I've had that, yeah. And it's seventeen percent. That's yeah. by far the, the the strongest beer. It, I it tastes had. more like like a, a a wine, like a fortified wine. To be honest, right. less like a beer, more like a fortified. So you wine. gotta approach it like a wine or a, or it's, a liquor. It's big and bold and does it, is it carbonated? Slightly, yeah. Not yeah. as much as like this would be. Maybe we should do that for one of the podcasts. That'd be Sometimes interesting. Too. Yeah. Um, so there's a few other good ones on here. There's another one here. I don't really want to talk about it necessarily, but it was 57%. Yeah, there was kind of a battle for who could make the most, the strongest uh, ABV beer. And there was a few different uh, companies claiming to be the strongest, and they're both they're all trying to one up each other. And I don't. I think this may have been the strongest one yeah. at 57.5%. It's Is it a German or Austrian? Yeah, no, German, German, yeah. German, yeah. I don't know how to say it. It's called a Schlossbrau. Schlossbrau Schlossbach. Okay. No. 
Schorzbach. Yeah, no, I'm not even going to attempt that. It's, yeah, we've had too many beers for this. Yeah. But 57%, that's like insane for yeah. a beer. And that can't possibly be carbonated. Like, I would imagine it wouldn't be. I don't know. Syrup. It's like carbonated yeah. maple syrup, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't think it holds. Um, this was one of the most interesting ones to me just because of how rare it was. Again, it's Brewdog. Um, and they named their beer the end of history. And I think this was um, kind of to, they were one of the front runners in the most, uh, the highest ABV beer against that Schloss Brauer yeah. one or whatever. Um, so they're 55%, but they were trying to end the battle with who could make the highest ABV beer. But the interesting thing that they do is they serve their beer in taxidermied roadkill. You heard that right. <laughs> Thinking outside the box, they're serving their beer. The beer bottle is served inside a squirrel, weasel, and I think there's one made in a hair. So, again, super limited. I think there's only like 12, 12 bottles 12 ever bottles made. At uh, 765 bucks a pop. 765 for a 330 mil bottle. Yeah. Like, I thought I was crazy when I stood in line to buy a six-pack of West mm-hmm. Terran 12 for $76. But they're selling one Seven, of these... Yes. For seven hundred and sixty, I wouldn't even know where you get that from. And I'm, I, I don't, yeah, it's crazy, uh, and it's a hundred and ten proof. So I don't actually like because I'm not proof a is, dude. ABV but... is half of proof. Okay, oh, so fifty five is half of one. What does so the proof mean? I just another way of determining the alcohol. Just another yeah. I, I don't really know what it means, but the fact that they're even putting it on there means it's pretty much liquor. It is liquor. And I just like the fact that Brewdog has two entries on this list. That's cool. They're, they're about uh, that life. They're absolutely not fucking right. Are they West Coast? Like, uh, no, Brewdog are uh, England. Oh, England. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have, they, that, got, they have that punk IPA. Punk IPA. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Okay. They got mad brew pubs. My boy Angus lived out there, and he was saying he used to go to the brew pubs there a lot. Like, they have a bunch around England and Scotland. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we ever get out there sometime soon, that's definitely on the list. That's incredible. The, um, the Japanese PBR. <laughs> yeah, PBR, honestly, like... If I went somewhere and they were free and they were offering beers, I'd be like, no, politely decline. Like, I would never, <laughs> ever, ever drink PBR again. And the fact You had that, a bad experience one time. You had a bad experience, yeah. so it just turned me off, so it's fine. But, like, the fact that um, the Japanese uh, released a $44 for 720 mil PBR, which only 6%, but it's just so funny that, like, they're calling it here on the article, they're saying in China, oh, it's sorry. Did I say Japan? I'm so sorry. It's China. I, I said Japan. Japanese. Okay. Um, well, you're racist. My, I'm right. totally racist. Totally sorry. Racist. I didn't mean They're to. calling it the Mercedes Benz of beers in in China. Now, right, but the, the PBR over there is different than here. Like it's it's kind of like uh, considered like a high-end beer where here it's considered so. like a gross crusher beer. Well, could, well, it says here it's aged in uncharred American whiskey barrels. Interesting. Um, so it's a completely – and it's not sold outside of China. So – you know what? Here it's it's probably literally a different product. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe so just I guess keep the this. same name and yeah, yeah it's it'll be interesting. Like 1844 looks actually pretty smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. Uh, I mean, 44 bucks for a 720 is is pretty up there. Um, and the only other, the last one that was actually pretty fucking cool was this. So it's called Nail Brewing's Antarctic Nail Ale, and it's anywhere from 800 to 1800 dollars for 500 mil with a 10 percent ABV. How do they get away doing that? Um, it's brewed in Perth. Fucking back home, cunt, in Perth. And uh, they landed a helicopter on an Antarctic iceberg. <laughs> they got some ice, they melted it up in Tassie, and then they flew it to Perth and they brewed with the That's Antarctic That's amazing. Ice. 
And they only made 30 bottles. Oh, that's why. So it's... But the fact that they use Antarctic ice to make the beer is so that's, gangster. That's pretty epic. So that's gangster. pretty epic. So you have to get it back. Because like Australia's right... Like Tasmania, the little island at yeah. the bottom, is pretty fucking close to Antarctica. So everyone thinks... And, and Tasmania's right below Melbourne, where I'm Okay, from. yeah. So everyone always thinks we're from this fucking exotic warm place like nah B it's like close as shit to Antarctica you don't need to chill yeah. the fuck out yeah. so the fact that they went down there and got it and then brought it back to two cities to make beer pretty gangster it's ridiculous it's so gangster it actually makes me sick do you know what we're gonna do right now though? what are we gonna do right now to, to wrap up the episode we're gonna we're gonna we got a special uh, guest beer which Scotty you brought back from uh, there's lots um, of special guests I feel like yeah, so this was when I was at the Winooski Beverage Warehouse in Winooski, Vermont. Um, I kind of, again, I was very overwhelmed with all the options I had there. And uh, I mean, I don't know every single highly rated crazy beer, but sometimes I'll hear a name and say, oh my God, I remember seeing that was really highly rated and it was a good beer yeah. and uh, worth getting my hands on. So I saw a couple of these small little 355 mil cans very similar to the Heady Topper can. It's a silver can with kind of black print on it. Really kind of classy looking can. Mm-hmm. But it was a short little can. It said 1050 on it. I'm like, oh, I remember someone talking about 1050. So I said, why not? It was a couple bucks, a few bucks. I picked it up and then uh, looked on Beer Advocate and it was rated very highly. So um, it's by Oscar Blues Brewery yeah, in North Carolina. Um, and Are they North Carolina? I thought they were in... Uh, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, it says, North, it says Brevard, North Carolina. Oh, no shit, because... Uh, Maybe it's a different... Uh, okay, this is interesting, because yeah. this is also by Brewed... I got the Dale's Pale Ale, and that's in Colorado. Okay, maybe we've been uh, duped? I don't know. Maybe oh. they moved their brewery. Very interesting. We'll need to look into this. Yeah, I did not know that. But Oscar Blues, like, I don't know a shit ton about them, but I know that uh, they're everywhere. Like, I see all the, the real heavy American craft beer homies, like, rocking them, like, a lot. Yeah. So I've seen 1050 enough times to just never tried it. Yeah. And it's in a small can, it's 10%. This shit's going to punch imp- us in the It's an imperial dick. stout, 10.5%. Um, and I think Beer Advocate, they rated it, in, like, 96 to 100. That's serious. Yeah, it? like, it's right Jeez. up there. So, uh, yeah. Just right. a little cans. We're gonna give it a little, a little taste. See how we feel about it, and then I think uh, onto the bad next. Wrap yeah. up onto uh, the Chambly Beer Festival. I don't feel like we've opened a lot of cans in this. We're always opening bottles. I don't think we have at all. This first is the can. first can. Let's oh, do it. Do it. Are you ready, guys? Oh, you hear that ding? Oh, oh Lord snap, Jesus, brethren! Lord Jesus, have mercy upon me. Look at it. Look it's at that so coffee viscous. head. Look at that coffee it's viscous. Popping okay, itself out this. of it. Pour it. Pour it. Yes. Oh, it's oh dark yeah, as it's night. Like motor oil. I love oh. it. Spent motor oil. Oh, spent. Oh, You're making me feel spent just looking at it. Get it in Look your at it. mouth. It's disgusting. It pleases me. So we, uh, you know, normally we only do one beer. Yeah, that's just. But you know what? We had talk. Scotty. You brought back. I brought a lot of beers that are exciting, and I. I didn't want to have them just by myself. I know you'd appreciate them, so... I, I very much appreciate that you did this. You're a gentleman. You're a scholar. And you know what? You're, you're a true craft beer gentleman. Mm-hmm. Cheers, cunt. Cheers, cunt. See you. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Doesn't taste 10%. Not at all. What is with these fucking uh, high, beverage, high ABV uh, beers, like, know. tasting low? They know what's They're up. They're trying to fuck with us? Oh, sorry. I had to take a photo, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, this is pretty good. This is pretty phenomenal. Silky um, smooth. Lots of coffee. Coffee. Um, R- really roasty. Yeah, it's very roasty. Almost like burnt to a degree. Yep. Like it, it tastes to me like a... 
like a Starbucks cappuccino. Mm-hmm. Hmm? How so? Very espresso. Just because because of the consistency. It's really like, uh, it's like smooth and frothy. Okay. It's definitely it's uh, sweet. Usually mm-hmm. the higher ones uh, definitely have that uh, chocolatey sweetness that's, in it. That is, I can't say much wrong about that. There's definitely, really you know what, you're right. There's definitely uh, like uh, coffee undertones in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm, I'm very confused about the whole North Carolina versus uh, Colorado thing, but I'm sure we could Google it. You, could, you at home could probably Google it on your smartphones while you're, while you're there on the train or on the bus listening to our sultry voices serenading you on your, your commute, as it were. <laughs> but this is, uh, this is very good. This is only the second Oscar Blues I've ever had. Um, in the, just uh, being that the only other one, Phil from Brewheads brought me up the Dale's Pale Ale, the tall can on that bad boy. Um, yeah, this is a definite get it up yeah, if you can get your hands on it. I mean, mm. especially if you're into uh, this style of beer, Imperial Stouts. I mean, it's. I love them. They're just oh. so serious. Oh my like, God. Fuck, man. They're brilliant. I just feel like you, you just. You can only have a little bit at a time, I guess. Yeah. 10% is only so much of these you can drink and still be functional. Yeah, put you know, put a few ounces in a snifter, sit back, yeah. enjoy, and smell really it, t- taste it. I'm feeling like there's just like a, like a, a very like tangy sweetness. The whole sides of my tongues are mm-hmm. kind of like not tingling quite, but like activated. Like it's uh, so viscous. That yeah. head is not going away. No, it's so, just so smooth to me. It's like uh, it's creamy, but it's it's fantastic. It's it's really good. Not surprised though. I'm not surprised it's rated so highly. Instagram beer homies, you can't know what the fuck is mm-hmm. up. So uh, I guess that's about it for today, guys. So that's yeah. episode nine. Thank you for joining us. Um, the fucking what are they called? Sponsors. Oh. It's, it's been a like long morning. Uh, Brewheads, thebrewheads.com, fifteen percent off. B A O S. Original gentleman. Original gentleman. dot com. Or C A. So CA, yeah. see, this is why we do it together. Yeah. Um, 10% off, beer is the code. Um, highseasonco.com, hit contact, and we give you 10% off anything you uh, get through us if you mention the podcast. And Illnote Studios, themovementfam.com, hit contact, and you get 15% off any production or mixing and mastering that if you mention the podcast. That is it for this one. We will see you guys very soon. Cheers and... Yeah. Catch your cans.